Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, and I'm super excited to bring you some words of encouragement today. I am so honored that Pastor Corey and Minister Artra has allowed me this platform to share words of encouragement with you today. And I'm also thankful that you guys are here. So thanks so much for joining me. I hope that what you experience today, that you experience Christ in such a special way that would incite you to be all that he has created you to be and to do all he has destined you to do and the freedom to conquer every negative thought. You know, experts say that um, the mind thinks about 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. That's an average of about 2,500 to 3,300 thoughts per hour. And that's a lot of thoughts to think about. So my topic today will be on think about what you're thinking about. And not only that, we also are constantly bombarded with social media overload. And with all that information that we process daily, God knew that we needed a way out. He knew that, he knew that we needed a way not to be influenced by negative thinking. And so in Romans 8, 5 and 6, it reads, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live accordance to the spirit have their minds set on the, what the spirit desires. And the mind that is governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. And you know, just a matter of changing the way you think changes your outlook on life, which changes your behavior. You know, all through the ministry of Jesus, he always made people change, well, actually challenged people to change their thinking because he knew if you would change your thinking, then you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that was his desire that you think like he thinks. He wants you to, he does not want you to have a life controlled by negative thinking, which eventually leads to habitual stinking thinking. You know, um, in Proverbs 23 and 7, it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We are all products of our thoughts. You know, um, also in Romans 12 and 2, he says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is for you. And his will is good. His will is pleasing and his will is perfect. And you know, renewing your mind allows you to stop thinking like everybody else and begin understanding God's will for your life. As we come to know him, our minds become renewed in the knowledge of Christ. And just a matter of just thinking like Christ, having the mind of Christ. And when you think like Christ, his reality, his perspective becomes our reality based on the truth of the word of God. And so just think about that a little bit. Just think about what you're thinking about. Your thoughts become words, you know, and your words become actions. So it's very important to think about what you're thinking about. Your actions become habits. Your habits become character. And your character becomes your destiny. You know, Gandhi wrote, a man is but the product of his thoughts. What he thinks he becomes. And in other words, it just means that your world is framed by your thoughts. But God already knew that we would be challenging our thinking. He knew that occasionally we would focus on negative situations and circumstances. He already had a master plan for our thoughts. You know, our God is so awesome that his master plan has tells us that what 
to do with those negative thoughts, but not only what to do with those negative thoughts, but also what to replace those negative thoughts with. You know, um, in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, the Apostle Paul writes, we demolish every argument, every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take into captivity every thought and make it obedient to Christ. And so that's what he desires for us to do. When the negative thoughts come, when we begin to think about what we're thinking about, then we can take those thoughts into captivity. We can demolish arguments. We can uh, take captive everything and make it obedient to Christ. But even going a step further, he says in Philippians 4 and 8, he tells us what to do with those thoughts. He tells us that what we need to do is meditate. And once again, that means to think about what you're thinking about. But then he begins to say, man, you begin to think on things that are true, things that are noble, things that are authentic, things that are compelling, things that are gracious, things that are the best. He wants you to always think of things to be the best and not the worst. He wants you to see things that are beautiful and not the ugly. And he wants you to see those things that you can be praised. You can praise him for, you can thank him for, but not things to curse. And so he says, put into practice what you've learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized and do that. And God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. And we always want to be in that place. We want to always be in sync with God so that he can do downloads daily in us. He can lead us. He can guide us. He can tell us what he wants us to do. Because remember, it's pleasing to him. He's pleased by all that because we can walk in his perfect will. And you know, just because we have thoughts like that, and, and I mean the negative thinking, you know, we have the power and the ability to choose which thoughts we will embrace. We need to be very careful about what we allow to enter our minds because whatever's in your mind has an influence on you. You know, um, Joyce Myers wrote a book, The Battlefield of the Mind, and it was a powerful book because we all realize in the body of Christ that the mind is the thing that controls us. And if it doesn't operate in the spiritual realm, remember we just talked about that in Ephesians 4, 22 and 23, then what happens is then your mind begins to have all these thoughts that are not of God. They're not of God. But also, remember in Romans 8 and 5, and I just, you know, shared that with you earlier, your mind will become fleshy, and that means death. When your mind is governed by the things of the flesh, it always means death. But if it's governed by the Spirit, it's always life and peace. You know, also Apostle Peter told us in 1 Peter 1 and 13, he says, prepare your mind for action and exercise self-control. And it does require you to be self-controlled, but already God has already told you what to do with them. So it requires you to just grab a hold of what God has already said in his word to do with those thoughts, to take action and to exercise self-control. 
And I just want to just encourage you today with the understanding that whatever situation you find yourself in, you have the power to be victorious by thinking what you're thinking about. I am so thankful that God has created us with the ability and the power to replace every ungodly thought with godly thoughts. Just imagine how awesome we are because, you know, he says that we're God's masterpiece. He has created he has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do all things he planned for us long ago. And that's just wonderful to know that he already had a plan. And, you know, we can fill our minds with God's word. We can fill our minds with God's truth. We can fill our minds with God's principles and his promises because the word of God says there is a great reward when we treasure God's word and live according to it. What you allow into your mind determines your reality and ultimately your inheritance. And of course, we all know what inheritance is. It's what you're stuck with. It's basically what you're stuck with. And, and I just want to encourage you today. You don't have to be stuck with ungodly thoughts. You don't have to be stuck with stinking thinking. You can grab a hold to the word of God and you can walk out that perfect plan and will that he has for you. And I just wanted um, to also share in closing, if you don't know Jesus and the pardoning of your sins, but if you knew Jesus and you walked away from him, this moment is yours. Salvation is now. This is a clarion call for you. And, you know, I know oftentimes things happen in our life that we don't understand. And we say, where is God? He's there. He said he would never leave us or forsake us. He loves you. But not only that, God is married to the backslider. He came, Jesus came so that we would not spend eternity in hell. And heaven is a real place and hell is a real place. And I don't think any of us want to go there. And you know, and it's just a matter of confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart. And it's, even though it's very simplistic, but it's powerful. It's powerful because you know, God is honored by that. You become in the family of God. You become part of the kingdom that God has for his children. And you become what God has created you to do. So if you would just repeat with me, um, Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins. I give you my life. I want Jesus to come into my life and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And it's just like that. You are saved. You don't have to uh, be concerned about, did I feel anything? Did God hear me? Absolutely. He heard every word and he's excited because he created you and he loves you and he will change your heart when you get in the word of God. When you be, get to know him better and you read his word and the Holy Spirit will come on the inside of you and incite you to do all the things that he has created you to do. I pray that these words of encouragement today fall on fertile soil and that you surrender all your thoughts, 
for his thoughts and that the Holy Spirit leads and guides you. I just want you to know that we love you. We're praying for you. But also, if you pray that prayer, please leave a, um, a word in the comment box um, under this video. And let us know that you accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior because that excites us. And you know, all the angels in heaven rejoice because of you. You know, Jesus goes back. He believed the 99 and come get that one. And if that's if that one is you, we're super excited. And we want to know about it because we want to also rejoice with you. I'm just, uh, I just think that maybe during this time, as you begin to seek God, get in a Bible teaching church. And I know that would help you a great deal in your walk of faith, but get in a Bible teaching church. But not only that, get in the word and read it for yourself and know him like never before. I pray that you have an encounter with him that you've never had before. If you don't have a church home, then you are welcome to tune in with us. Please let us know. You can contact us through this through this video. You can contact us on Facebook. We would love to partner with you and be in agreement with you. If you have any special prayers, please don't hesitate to contact us. We would love to hear from you. I love you. God loves you. I pray that you are safe and well and healthy and be encouraged because guess what? You can think about what you're thinking about. Bye-bye until next time.